Monday of game week, it's just different. It hits different. It feels different. It's uh, something that has been in my blood my whole life. So when you listen to Red Dirt music, it's like that last Rebel sound to me. It is a combination of uh, Southern rock and jazz and uh, bluegrass. And and for Skip Bayless to come out and say, I don't feel bad for him and kind of belittle him and say, how dare you? How dare you as the leader of America's team show weakness? Honestly, I want to say what I want to say. This is the Sam Mays Podcast. Welcome. I'm Sam Mays. And today we're talking to Mr. Wes Sims, former Oklahoma All-American and... Current American. And Mr. Eddie Radosevich. He is a uh, media member here in Oklahoma City. Also works at the morning show on the franchise, which is my normal day job. Eddie, how are you, sir? I'm doing well. What's going on, guys? Eddie Hello, was. Uh, Eddie. How are we? Eddie was recently voted one of the most the most is it the most influential person. Well, I mean, I don't like to bring it up, but I yeah, mean, I do. Yeah, it was the uh, most influential person voted on by like family and friends. I'm sure, but and the masses here in Oklahoma yeah. City. Well, well I would hope so. Something happened. I feel influenced. I mean, I well, I would <laughs> hope that you feel influenced. Immediately, just, <laughs> right. just by the atmosphere. Yes. Well, yeah, that helps. Well, we are we are all. I'm trying my best. Under the influence, there's no question. We're here at Brent's Cajun Seafood, one of our favorite locations here in Oklahoma City. Um, Brent's a good buddy of mine and an entertainer, to say the least. We usually show up and uh, just tell him whatever you want, and he brings us fantastic food. I mean, I just saw it. It was unbelievable. It was amazing. It was was incredible. It was amazing. I thought I was going to eat fish. I didn't know what it was. It was some awesome chicken. Yeah, the new chicken. Bang. What's the the new chicken called? What's it called? Voodoo chicken. Voodoo chicken. Voodoo chicken. Voodoo yeah, that was good. That was good. So I sopped that up. Yeah. If you get I was impressed by uh, both of your meals. You're much bigger guys than me. It was, it was Eddie, unbelievable. You, Eddie ate oysters. It was good. It's awesome. They're delicious. Oysters to order. But no, you know what? Good. Like, yeah. this kind of goes with that whole Eddie Radosevich, like, international man of mystery thing, right? Like, I wouldn't expect that. You didn't that think that me. I would eat some oysters? No. You know? Like, I this, eat menu is, all the time. this menu is vast, right? Yeah. You know, I, I didn't know what to expect from Eddie, but I saw him get the oysters, and I was like, okay, we got a gentleman. Yeah. But when right. I was impressed, is I when mean, he said, let's do that again. Yeah. Let's, oh, go, yeah. let's go back then around. I was like, let's go back around. Yeah. <laughs> There's yeah. nothing better than uh, like going down to New Orleans for the Sugar Bowl, and you make the you make the the trip through New Orleans. Like you got to go through the food side of it. Right, it's unbelievable. Good stuff. Oh, yeah, I lived there for nine months, and that was, <laughs> whew, it was hard times. Yeah, weight wise. Oh, wait. <laughs> did you get, well? Did you get heavy? <laughs> I was, I was working out like an animal, and I was, it was just just after. living like an animal, and there wasn't a lot of sleep pad. So a lot of fat got burned. Nice. Uh, tolerances were high. Uh, food was amazing. You need like a, t- a life tolerance in New Orleans, right? Like you have yeah. to be able to tolerate it, it, it all. Oh, I don't. When I left New yeah. Orleans, after seventy-two hours, and we've been there for like a week and a half. Yes. It's like okay, I'm it's ready. Too let's much. Go. Yeah. Too much New uh, Orleans. I'm counting down. I, I want the game to happen, but right. let's. I we got to get out of here. Eight months of it, and when I left, I was like, okay. That was enough. <laughs> and I haven't been back since. That's the most Wes Sims comment. Yeah, eight months of Bourbon Street, and I finally had enough. I couldn't do it. No. I couldn't do it. I go two days for, at a time. Yeah. It was a good time. Too oh, many it's, everything. It's unbelievable. Too many drinks, too many girls, too many parties, too everything. many everything. Yes. Excess. And yes. Harris. Excess. And Harris. And Harris. Before gambling was cool, they had it. This is true. Right This there. is very true. I uh, I think Drago's. I've, I've hit a couple of those over there. Drago's Charbol is awesome. Oh, Charbo, yeah. It was about it was about what you could get at Drago's over here. It was good. It was really good. Yeah, New Orleans. So we're all fans. Oh, yeah. yeah, and look, I, the li- I mean, I I want OU to play in the Sugar Bowl every year. Right. I don't care who. The, I don't care yeah. what the stakes are. Let's just go down there for a week and a half. New Orleans. Can I just say, or Scottsdale? Scottsdale's awesome though. I don't want to go to the desert, man. Yeah, Scottsdale, I Arizona. Get a bowl game like a like a vacation. Sure. I mean, and the sand dunes. Scottsdale's pretty awesome. I mean, though. Scottsdale's awesome. I just spent like two weeks there sure. for spring break, 
And we were supposed to stay one week. COVID hit, stayed another week. It was what it was. Awesome time. But Thank man, God COVID was only a week. Like, <laughs> well, yeah. You I know, mean, well, I, when so you're I, there I on by now. and right. you're like, we can't go back because <laughs> our jobs don't exist and yeah. the kids don't have to go to school. So you're like, well, guess what? Airbnb is real cheap right now because nobody's it's doing anything. To be. So, yeah, we get like a mansion for the second week. Live like so kings great. for half Scott the price awesome. of the original vacation. Good time. So the call I got, <laughs> the call perfect, I got from friend West over here on his way back was, so we're in the uh, we're in the truck headed back. I was like, okay. He was like, am I going to be able to cross the border? What? Well, I heard they locked down Oklahoma. I've well, been you, gone. Well, yeah, they they've locked it down, but there's not. Border patrol up. <laughs> the wall is probably 2022 is what they're yeah, thinking right I think now. Like I had a mama. It's going to get closer and kids closer. In the back, kids in the back. Gun yeah. between my legs. Like, we're getting home. I just we'll called Sam hey. to make sure. Is there a different route I need to take, or we just got to shoot our way through Should have sent them south for a little bit. Real talk. Going through Lawton. There were some weird moments right in the beginning of COVID. Yeah. Like, weird moments. Oh, yeah. Like, like keep you up well, at I think night. It was just like some of those like just natural questions of like, okay, is tomorrow going to be the day that like all hell breaks loose? It, it like hits the is, fan. Right. shit hits the fan and like we don't know what's going to happen. Right. Yeah. No toilet paper in a store. It what? Was, it was weird. Like you're going to the grocery store really? and you're just hoping to find things that you like. Necessities. Yeah. Like bare necessities. Like, do I need to go to, are empty. Do I need to, go to Walmart tonight or should I wait till the morning? Right. Like, what? The Does most Amazon have toilet paper? Humbling. Yeah, like, and how much do they have? Because we're going to buy all of them. Right. Like, but Can the I most humbling thing for me is, like, you just realize all of a sudden how fragile it all is. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. our whole existence, everything that we do, every that this get up in the morning, Eddie's got a show in the morning, I got one at three tomorrow, Wes is going to go in and make some family's dream happy with it, come true with a mortgage. Like, that's everyday stuff. But the reality is it's like it's a hairpin trigger yeah. And it's all just gone. Like crazy. Yeah. Think about all the stories you've read and heard in the last six months. People just shitting in stores. They're mad because they don't want to t- wear a mask. So they just take down their pants and just take a shit in the AT&T. I mean. What? It all started it's with the toilet paper shortage. It's unbelievable. But it's so unbelievable that it has to be believable. Like right. who makes something like that up? Yeah. Right. right? And we're going to look back on it and be like, what the? What, what was going on? Right. Why was toilet paper a thing? Right. I th- I, we still Hand don't know. sanitizer. Yeah. And then, and then the people that say, well, Alcohol. as soon as the election happens, this is all going to end. Well, it might. And I'm like, what? I mean, just just the QAnon. I just learned about that last night. <laughs> oh, God. Are you kidding? You just you just learned about this? Yes. And I still I mean, don't know a whole lot about it. Like, have you seen is that uh, the guy that projected all this or predicted it? What are you talking about? Q, Eddie, give us the QAnon rundown. I mean, I don't even really understand what it is. I think it's, it's like, like a, a it's like a Facebook yeah. conglomerate that just believe the most wacko shit out there. Like but the like most, people are like all the in. Cabal. And yeah. it's like a cult. It's like a it's like an online cult. Yes. That is caught on. Yes. That are like just, the president was asked a question about it the other day. Oh, I'm sure. And I mean I, I think that like some a follower or whatever just got elected to a Senate seat in uh, right. Connecticut or something or Delaware. So like, the, and they just is they this just like the oh, it's no, wild. See, so like this the is fake this news? is Wes, right? Wes is going to go home and immerse himself in this. Oh no! Yeah, like, I feel bad for you. I'll talk the, to you on the, Sunday. The path, I haven't even done this. Brittany told me last night about it. I mean, it, it's Crazy. far out there. It's far out there for sure. Yeah. And, and have you seen the social dilemma on no. Netflix? I was telling Todd about a couple days ago and it was it's just it's insane that like what people believe and what they see on the internet or facebook it's all centered towards you the user through your phone is basically what this this whole documentary is about and it's it's just unbelievable like how much they know about you how much they're sending information to your phone because of the things you look at like it the down to like the quadrillion billionth what and i don't even know if that's a number like it's just insane you need to watch it netflix yeah. check it out about an hour and a half that stuff freaks me out i man. mean social media is just like it, it's it, it i feel bad in a way because my career is obviously like a big part of it it's social media has been a huge part of the reasons that i have what i do and 
it's 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 just wild how much like there is a bad side of it and probably does need to be regulated at some point but how do you regulate it though well that's not a i mean it'd be up to politicians and i think anybody that listens to the show knows that i I think politicians are just the worst people in the world i'm just not a real like career politician like how much how much money can i make out of this is basically how much is what a politician does i I just think there's not a i'm not a real kind and gentler type of dude you know what i mean and so it's just it's just I'm not nice on Twitter a lot of the time. And sure. People come at me, and I've got things to say to them. And but I like, also I don't like want to be censored. Like, you know, like if, yeah. I'm, if I want to be a dick, I'm going to be a yeah. dick. And that's my right, you and know? It, the, other, the other side of social media, though, is there's a lot of people that are very genuine, a lot of people that you develop really good relationships with. But at the same time, there's a lot of people that are just trolling. And I have buddies that do it. Like, right. it, I mean, it's it just shit that you do. And I, I don't know. It's just like people sometimes are being dicks to be dicks, and I guess – you have to understand where that is. Right. Like, where people are being dick. Because I'm a dick sometimes to people. Because I do the same thing. You're a dick you know all the time I mean? on your social media stuff. Yeah. like It's fantastic. Kind people, of a dick. Some people understand. But a good dick. Yeah. What is it? It's at Eddie Radosovich? What is your Twitter handle? Uh, what is it? Oh, Eddie underscore Ratto. Eddie underscore Ratto. Wes, yeah, what is yours? sad. It's uh, Wes Sims and the number 60. Yeah, that's it. Wes Sims 60. Easy. I'm yeah. at All American Mace, America. It's easy to know because I'm America. kind of a redneck. Yeah, it's easy America. to figure out. America. It's easy to America figure out. Mace. Yeah, coming all the way down from Youngstown. Right. Oklahoma was like I. I someday I want to go hey, to Sam. Youngstown because I want to play in the uh, bocce ball tournament. Oh. I want to play in the. I want to play in the, the Stoops bocce? annual bocce ball tournament. Well, let me tell you something. The craziest we can thing go about back this for a weekend in Youngstown. So Bob Stoops from a different Youngstown than I grew up in, and that is the that's the realest I could Let's possibly be. Like it just like a railroad track or so something. So like no, like the recession that hit us in 1979. Oh, Jesus, like the steel mills closing and people losing yeah. their jobs. Oh. Like Youngstown went from so Youngstown's got a freeway system, Eddie. That's a lot like Oklahoma City's big, right? Yeah. Three lane highways. Yeah, and like 15,000 people live in, in the center of it. Like I don't, I don't know if that's an accurate. Have a, uh, but it's like a dying city, right? It's dead. Like, yeah, it, the city is dead. It's like a. A blue collar, like what you yes. would think of. Yes. Yeah. And it's, you know, people just survive town. a lot of the time. Yeah, and and there's sure. a lot of people that, and Youngstown's got some great things about it. Yeah. A lot of culture, great sure. food, great people, but it's been a struggle. So when I feel like when Bob was a kid, you know, there were places that he was going that were off kind limits of to me. It sometimes. Yeah. Like I yeah. just didn't get the experience that Youngstown was. People talk about the good old days of Youngstown. I'm like, man, what does that even mean? Right? Like I, I don't know what that means. I've got nothing but, hey, you can't go to the mall these two weeks because. It's gang initiation week. And so what? I had to stay home with my brother because we weren't allowed. I mean, that two weeks of the mall, and you just Damn. knew somebody uh, somebody was going to get kidnapped and beat up and shanked or shot. Just, like, or take somebody? That was yes. Like the last year at Crossroads Mall. <laughs> in Oklahoma City? Was Crossroads yeah. Mall like that? The I last year or two of it. I was, like, it too was young rough. to remember that. Yeah. Like, I mean, I guess a little bit, but I don't really remember. Like, I I've always seen, like, on like, Gangland, like, the, the famous clip from Crossroads. Yeah, we, we came up to Crossroads Mall, and we're, like, walking out of J.C. Penney's, and some guy, like, comes running from us, and we were, like, comes, comes down the escalator, and we were, like, this guy stole something. And then, like, gang members, like, full blue bandanas and everything crazy. came no down way. there and whooped his ass. Yeah. And I don't know if <laughs> oh, it they were right friends after that or if that was a I hope you die type of deal. But either way, we were like, yeah, we're going to go to Quail Springs now. And then, like, the next year, it was gone. Gone, gone baby, gone. Yeah, man, Youngstown's a different deal. Eddie, you would absolutely look like a federal agent. Well, I'd wear a suit. Well, and at least are, look good if I was going to do it. Well, I mean, why would you want to draw unnecessary attention to you? Yeah. <laughs> I'd have to get a fake ID, though. I think I that'd like be how my... Eddie's brain goes. How do I? How do I make that? Well, how bigger? Do we, how, I mean, if like, we're gonna yeah, if we're like, gonna play should... the role, we might as well, right? Yikes! No, no. Right. Young sounds Young sounds decent place. I could take you back there for okay. sure. We can go. Maybe I don't know anything about bocce though. Maybe OUROC will start recruiting somebody up there. What's the traditional dish? Oh, no, that's the best part about Youngstown. It's like this melting pot, right? Steak. So, like, if you want Italian food, you go to a place, like a a a borough of the city. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? Like, that's it's it's Italian, it's Polish, it's German. You know, it's like it's just a great mix of of awesome food. Yeah. Antonio's, man. Antonio's is my spot in the yo. It's for good Italian Italian food. Yeah. 
Yeah. Sounds All right, nice. let's uh, <laughs> let's let's do something with some purpose. So Eddie uh, covers recruiting. Um, it's how you got started in the in the radio business. Yeah. Um, pretty amazing. And on the other side of this table here, Wes Sims, uh, at one point in the year two thousand, was the number one ranked recruit in the entire country. And I always find that the recruiting conversation is ever-changing, right? Wes and I were part of a, a, a group of, of kids that were still calling universities, Eddie, and, and thanking them for offering us scholarships, <laughs> right? We appreciate it. Right? Thank, thank you thank for you. accepting our thank tape. You. Thank you for looking yeah. at it. Yes, that's what we were doing it's back like then, right, Wes? a handwritten letter. You're just like, man, I, do I write one back? And then you're like, <laughs> he signed one the next week, and you're like, I'll wait till he offers. And it's like, I, do we write one back, or do we call this number? Like, what do we do here? Right. And then I'd be like, wait, who was it? Mom would be like, Vanderbilt. I was like, nah, don't worry about it. (laughs) (laughs) Can't do that one. Right, but there was a gratefulness from us. Yeah, for sure. And when Nebraska came to Youngstown or Notre Dame came to Youngstown or the Buckeyes were in town. It was wasn't it? Bro, all of us were in suits. All of us were walking around our schools. Really? Oh, you knew like the days. Absolutely, we knew they were when they were around. Yeah. Because when they would show up, you know, Eddie, I didn't play a high school game in front of less than – 8,000 people, I feel like. I mean, just a t- it, it just was, you know, Texas sure. football. Yeah. It's Texas football yeah. up north is what it was. Definitely. And so when the schools were in town, you typically knew. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, we were we were pretty excited about those moments, right? And we were yeah, excited like to meeting see coach. Yeah, absolutely. And that recruiting process to us was an honor. And I, I just wrote a letter to Jim Trestle today uh, asking him to be on a podcast. Yeah. Jim, Jim called me my senior year, and he said, you know, Sam, I know you're – you're probably headed to bigger and better things, mm-hmm. but Youngstown State would love to have you. And I, you know, it was and as a kid in the '90s watching him win national championships, sure. and the you know the Penguins like the shit. Yeah, like that was my. I mean, and they had just you know nasty. The English brothers, they were twins, and they were savages. Just an incredible physical brand of football. And that's what we grew up watching. Sure, you know, and and so when he called, I was flustered. Thank you so much, yeah. coach. You know, and my I'm, my heart's like. But do I? But do I want to be a penguin dad? And he's like looking at me like, no, you don't want to be. <laughs> can't a do that. Like Youngstown can't State. Do that. Yeah, you're a little bit better than that. Yeah. But man, like that was that was amazing. You know, like when have these coaches come to my Mike Jacobs was the offensive coordinator of Ohio State. I don't know what he did to get fired, mm-hmm. uh, but he got fired my freshman so like, year under some weird circumstances. Yes, and I oh, forget really? what it was. And then, you know, this was before anybody used Google the way yeah. they do now. How ridiculous is that? Like, I didn't have a I didn't have a cell phone at this point, Eddie. Like, that's how long this was ago. It's like the inception of So this of is like, what, 99? This is 2000. 2000? Yeah. 2000. So you Mike, graduated in 2000. Yes. Okay. So this is 2000, 2001 season. Mike Jacobs is now the offensive line coach at Oklahoma State. And I, so I know him from mm-hmm. Ohio State. I fangirled every single yeah. day without telling him. Yeah. Right? Without tell, to this day, the greatest accomplishment of my entire life came in a practice where I reach blocked the defensive end and knocked down a linebacker in the same play. And, and Mike there. Jacobs said, you're going to play in the NFL for 10 years. And I literally went back to my dorm and was, like, hysterically laughing. Like, are you kidding me? Mike Jacobs I, I just told it. me that. Yeah, like, I, I called my dad. I was like, this <laughs> is incredible. Awesome. You know, but, like, it's just a, it's just a football was just recruiting coaches. Like, the whole field is different. Sure. So now, oh, you, no, it is. So now you cover a kid that's like, what are you going to do for me now, coach? Like, yeah. how are you going to maximize my abilities or how are you going to make me a star? I feel like. I mean, I feel yeah. like there's a lot of guys that understand the process now, and I, it's like cultivated almost. I mean, it's like you're expected to do this, this, and this by your eighth grade year, or this, this, and this by freshman year of high school. And if you aren't, it's like you're are are you behind? Or are you not going to get recruited? But I mean, nowadays, I mean, they have they literally have departments that watch videos and break down film, and it's like, all right, let's go do this. It's crazy. I mean, it's, it's nuts. Insane. There's so many, I mean, but. It, it's also all so well available, too. Right. Like, I mean, Huddle and just everybody has a camera. Go down to the small school in Oklahoma. I'm sure that they have some type of camera, broad, or not, if not broadcasting, at least taping their game. Right. Everybody has film. That's wild. It's wild. It's great. It we, really is. It's I mean, like, everybody had film in high school, but you had to drive halfway yeah, across the state after the game. You had to go in VHS. And, and now to, it's like, like take it to them. Huddle. And it's like, hey, we'll upload it, load it, you know, here in a minute. I mean, nowadays they have, I mean, they have it to wear on Huddle now that they will send you, like, your highlights for the night. And I think that, I don't know if those kids go back and, like, chop it all down, but you can, by Sunday afternoon, if you play a game on Friday, you can have, here are my highlights from game one. What? Yeah. That's insanity. Yeah. It's all right there, and it's so available because... Everybody has a, you know, has an iPad or has a computer, and they can just 
it's it's badass. That's crazy. I mean, yeah. it's great for the kid because there's I'm sure that there's a lot of kids that probably wouldn't have been recruited and even when I was going through high school in 2005, they like right never been found. Yeah, and it's just crazy that it's like progressed to there from where like isn't there like the old story with Barry Sanders like OSU just never gave his tape up. Right. It's like no, he's all right. You don't want to see him. That's crazy. Like, I mean, like think about how like and just look, dirty recruiting that. was. And I, I believe mean, that recruiting is probably is also probably even more as dirty as it is now, like as it was back then. But at the same time, I, it's just two different games. So I'm curious how West was, like I said, widely known as the number one recruit in the country yeah. our senior year of high school. How did how did you get that? Like what what was the process there? Man, honestly. Because there was no huddle. There was no, no real internet no. use, right? I, like, I mean, it was probably a lot of newspaper. I mean, yeah, it's like newspapers. And, like, I'd, I remember the first time I ever went to OU, I went to a football game in eighth grade with a friend of mine. His dad took me and, well, took both of us. And I was like, okay, this is what it's all about. And I was like, I'd never seen anything bigger than Weatherford High School at that point. I didn't know what was going on out in the world. So I was like, cool. So this is an option. So then we go to, like, OU football camp the summer in between 8th and ninth grade, and that was the first time I met John Blake, and he offered me a scholarship. And I was like, yeah. And then Merv Johnson comes over, and he's like, hey, you, you can't talk to him. He's not even in high school yet. Like, you can't do that. And he's just like, well, you, you'll always have one here. <laughs> and I was just like, yeah, Coach, that's awesome, man. I was like, I've seen this guy on TV. Sounds, grade, good. Bro. So, Sounds good. Eighth grade. And now they formally do offer kids. In eighth grade. In eighth grade. Yeah, yeah that's crazy. I think he, back to, I think he, he was about to get in trouble. Or but. going into high school, like the summer that after. That summer after whatever, eighth grade. still, I mean. How often does insane. that happen? Oh, I mean. Like, when's the last kid that was drafted, like, like committed like that? I mean, I, I don't know who the last kid was. I mean, it happens every once in a while. Like, right. Remember the uh, oh, what was the kid's name up at uh, West Virginia? Started over at USC. Uh, Stills, uh, Stills. Oh yeah, yeah, the yeah. Wide receiver, the kid that turned yes. into wide receiver. He was offered by USC as an eighth grader, eighth grader, I think. Yeah, and he committed immediately. And then Jake Stills, I think. Yes, that's it. That kid can play. I mean, it happens every once in a while, and it I committed think like, in eighth grade. Yeah, wow. to USC, and then ended up at uh, LA, and I mean, just kind of busted, and yeah, ended up being a badass wide receiver. Did he play in the league? I think he. I think he might still still be, be in the league. Yeah, he was talented, big body kid. Actually, probably not. Huh. I can look it up. <laughs> Either way. So you. Story. So all right. So West newspapers. The whole. The whole process and OU football camp eighth grade offer. And then what was your next offer after that? Uh, then after that, I mean, like our coach kind of realized, like I had to play my ninth grade year of junior high football before we could move up to high school. So played that and then came up to high school and that first week I didn't really get a play. And then after that I got to like start all the way through the playoffs. We went to the state championship and then got our ass kicked by Clinton. But was starting and that was fun. But wait a minute. You were starting the high school team in eighth grade? No, freshman. Oh, freshman, okay. Yeah, that's after I got freshman. And then uh, after that I started going to like camps every summer. And man, all those. So the camp circuits what the got camps you there? Is okay, what got me because right. I went there, and then I went to a Nebraska camp and a Texas camp, and they had all offered me offered me before like my junior year, and then that's when it was like, right, blew up. So that that's kind of what got me too. I didn't go to any camps yeah. until my junior summer. See, it, like the camp series is like right. just completely, but it's so much different. Now, it's right? like, yeah, oh yeah, like ESPN rivals puts one on twenty four seven puts puts them on there's small you know businesses that put a, their own stuff on it's it's crazy it's yes, i think nike or somebody had one yeah there was like probably combine. like the nike 300 or something like that yeah, it's like a nike combine yeah. 300 i think it was that for we sure went down to like college station yeah. and did yeah, that for sure and then with they did all that testing and shit on us yeah and then when those testing they came out with some index number after that and I kicked everybody's ass and then I started getting all kinds of mail from like Myoplex and all this shit. Like I had a year supply of protein bars. What? <laughs> yeah, they sent me protein bars and like carbo drinks, like a year supply of oh, everything. Shit, oh, you're gonna be put deal. on probation now. I think that it wasn't no statue of limitations. This yeah. was in high school. 
So well, you, yeah, uh, before Weatherford, I committed to anybody. screwed too. Uh, yeah, oh, so the AA's coming after him now. Wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> Pause. So they, they just, did they call first? Yeah, they were like, hey, we're going to send you all this stuff. And I was like, cool, what is it? And they're like, ah, oh, protein bars. And I was like, cool, like candy bars? I don't. They sent me all this shit, and I was so like. So I can eat like seven of them a day. I was like. I don't want any of this shit. So I gave it all to Russell Dennison because we were all trying to get him to gain weight. And so I just gave him like a lifetime supply of every supplement known to man. I was like, I don't need that shit. This is why you, know, you talk about football and being big business. Right. This is 1999. Oh, I mean, yeah. yeah. And yeah. Myoplex, which at the time was a huge deal, yeah. right? Huge deal for us. They're sending this dude a year supply of, of supplements under the table. That's an NCAA violation in every which way. Anywhere he signed would have Those been trouble for that. Violations didn't exist yet back then. Probably like not, right? Shit. I wonder who, like, I wonder who set it up. That right? That's it's crazy. Awesome. But I was like, that was before protein bars and shit was cool. So I was like, I couldn't sell it to anybody. It's not like we had <laughs> sucker moms and yoga yeah, pants. Like, people, it's like hell yeah, give people know what on. it is. We are so like, old, dude. It's like, what's all this shit? <laughs> We are so old. That's why. That's just that's that is insane. But there's also like this side of it that too that, I mean, it's just people go about it different ways now, right? You know, and I, I, I'm not accusing anything, but it's just like, you know, like seven on seven programs. They travel every weekend and stuff, and those parents pay for it to get on the teams and stuff. But they also like probably get hotels paid for and stuff. I I don't know. That's wild. Big business, man. No, it is a ton of money. I mean, yeah, there, there's, there's a, a reason right right now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we're sitting here on this Thursday night. Last Thursday, it was the ACC, the Big 12, and the SEC that forged forward. Sure. You know, taking on COVID to try to give us a fall football season. It's just unbelievable. And like today. The, the process that right, today, everything has gone through over the last couple of months. It's crazy. And today we sit here in the Big 10. Their, their hat is Everybody's in the ring. Everybody's coming back. Yeah. Right. Everybody's coming back to the fall. Pac-12's coming back. Sounds like the MAC is meeting on Friday to come back. Like, I... Welcome back. It's, it's unbelievable how, like, the... It, it, you couldn't tell somebody what has happened over the last six months and they believe you if they weren't alive. You know right. what I mean? Like, it's just been, it's been insane. It's been wild. It's been wild. I didn't, I mean. I think all those teams should have to come back an extra week early and play some bullshit team so they can get a little taste of what the Big 12 and everybody else got last week. <laughs> right. But like, I yeah, don't know what they're, I know I mean, they're not ready. I guess they're going to start play. in October, but I also think like. I mean, this is my own personal conspiracy theory, but it's like I, I feel like the Big Ten's trying to sabotage themselves with all the regulations that they put out. Oh, five percent of the team, and the, and the twenty-one percent thing is like without bye weeks. And I thought that we canceled because of health and safety for players. It's right, like you're going to make them play nine weeks in a row what without any out of, of team travels, like seventy percent. I mean, I, I think maybe. I think they're going to adopt the fifty-three man rule with, uh, like, with the Big Twelve. I think the SEC is going to do it as well. Hundred players and or what? Well, if you have six of them, if you have a, if you say you have one hundred and twenty guys, I think like five percent is what four, four or five guys. Right. Right. What? So then you can't play if you have four or five guys with COVID. That's including the coach. We're a week removed from Oklahoma. Like they're in between ten forty-five and probably eleven thirty. Maybe even eleven forty-five last Friday. I thought OU was going to cancel the game. Right, dude. If like somebody, I, I, I didn't think that they were going to be able to play. If somebody got a cold in college, there was going to be more than five guys that were sneezing the next day. I mean, come on. Oh yeah, that's not realistic. Well, and but the thing about it is, like Lincoln Riley's talked about it a little bit, just as far as like they don't go into the locker room. They're doing all the team meetings over there in the uh, Everest, or not the Everest, but the. Uh, like, I guess the old Switzer Center where they used to do all the indoor stuff on uh, pro days and yes, stuff like that. Yeah, it was the new Switzer Center. The new Switzer. Is that what they call it? I don't when even know. I, they, when I was there. Like, the new side that of it. That was the cool thing. Like they Now have, it's been redone. They have like everything spaced out. Oh, it's insane times. now. Oh, yeah. It's insane now. But, like, they're not even going to the locker room. They do. So, they have so many. Like, you were down there on Saturday. Right. They literally are wearing masks, like, on the field. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and look, Oklahoma's been it's a leader. Wild. They, I mean, they've been, they've field. been a leader. Of, Don't you breathe on Owen Field? <laughs> right, right. They've been a leader. Better not uh, throughout this Especially COVID not process. Under an opposing player since the very beginning. So you got to give them credit for the way they've gone about things. But no, they've done a great job. Yeah, if it wasn't they, Oklahoma, they've done, a, they've done an awesome. Who job. Who was it going to be? Right. But it's been. I mean, over the last couple of weeks, I mean, 
everybody knows the numbers are out there. It's like they had 20 players out on Saturday because right. of it. So yeah. it's, but I mean, that opens a whole new can of worms just as far as like, so, what, what, what the, what do you think was going to happen on college campuses? Like, come right. on. Come on. If that was a big team. Everybody knows what was going to happen. And we had, they had, say, 20 players out. How long are those guys out, and how long is their whole team out? If it, Say the number was 20. Is that 21 days, like their whole team's just 10 days? For the Big Ten? Yeah, like, that's the way I understand it. Right. I mean, I mean they can't insane. play. Like, I mean, right now, under Big 12 guidelines and stuff, or under CDC or whatever they're going against, or uh, going with, it's almost better to get it than it is not to get it. Because if you're in... Uh, contact tracing, it's 14 days automatically. Right. Automatically. Nobody, no no questions if asked. You got it. Like, Trey Norwood missed, I think, 28 days of practice because he was in contact tracing. It's insane. Uh, stop touching people, Trey. It's insane. The contact tracing thing is going to kill but I, you. But I understand, like, what – and everybody's going to have to go through it. That's why uh, – that's why who, who canceled the game uh, this evening? There was a game that was canceled, uh, Charlotte in yeah, North Carolina, because right. mm-hmm. an offensive line unit had to go through contact tracing because I think three guys on the team tested positive. Yikes. So, I mean, and I, I get it. Like, Todd says it every morning. Like, I understand, but, like, with the 14 days, there have been people that, like, the incubation period and stuff, but I don't know. I kind of think it's bullshit, but. Yeah, I mean, That's look, I'm, I'm never going to tell here nor there. a doctor or scientist yeah, like, I'm, anything I'm, other than I'll do what you tell me <laughs> to. I make you know? smart-ass comments on Twitter, like, who, who am I to say? I mean, my, my thing is we had to find a way to live with COVID in 2020. Sure. The reality is. Yeah, like, yeah. it's not going to go in oh, the spring. It's not going to go in. Yeah. I mean, we, there's going to be a vaccine, and there's going to be people who don't want to take that vaccine. This That's is going to be a part yeah. of our lives for the next several years. For sure. So either you're going to cancel football for the next several years, or you're going to find a way to do it right now. And that's why, like, with recruiting, like, right now, if if I was a kid that was getting recruited in the year 2021, it'd be, you're so screwed right now. Right. They've taken they've taken visits off of campus until January. Like, you're, you're not taking visits. You have to make a decision either through uh, paying for your own way to get there, which, you know, there's a lot of kids that get recruited that can't do that. Or you, like... The Tristan Lee kid, he's he's going to Norman. He's going to Baton Rouge. Like his parents are having to foot the bill for all that kind of stuff. That's wild. The game has changed. There's oh, no question about definitely. it. I mean, they literally had a, they literally had a like the Sooner Summit with Caleb Williams and his family. They brought all those kids in. It's like, I mean, they did that through the pandemic. That's crazy. It's wild. And and, the, and it was a, it was a success. Like. Oh. I don't think anybody from, you know, that I know of that, like, nobody got sick or anything. So, right. I mean, it, it and it brought nice. the class together. And I think that, like, 2021, Oklahoma could end up with one of the, historically, one of the better classes they've ever had. Yeah, I, I'm uh, I'm pretty excited to see where Lincoln Riley takes this thing from here, right? Yeah, they're I mean, definitely t- building. I mean, he literally released a, I don't, I don't know how long it was, but you see, like, the 10-part series they're releasing right. on Twitter, like a video web series almost. I mean, that's that's literally recruiting during a pandemic in 2020. It's an easy access into the program. And OSU's doing the same thing. Right. With ESPN. ESPN. Yeah. yeah, it's like, it's genius. Oh, the series. Yeah, that you watched some of it the legit. other day. Man, I just saw the, like, the trailer for it. I hadn't got to see it yet. But, I mean, like you were saying with Lincoln, I mean, I, that dude is so far ahead of the curve with everything that he does. They definitely I mean, understand it social media-wise, You for throw sure. a pandemic at him, and he still jumps on top of it. I mean, It's pretty wild. Like, they, they, they get it for sure. Wish they were a little bit more open media policy-wise. But, I mean, I'm sure there, there's a lot of college campuses that would love to have more access than we do. And especially this year. I mean, that's kind of a foregone conclusion can't open the campus up when they're doing all that kind of stuff we, we have a we have a question at the table from the uh the owner of the establishment yeah, come here oh what happens if your quarterback room gets covid19 and you have no quarterback to play for the next 14 days i mean I think, how are they addressing that i think that's definitely when they would just bang the game right like, I, I think that you couldn't play so the big 12 actually has a list of yeah. things that you have to have this many of yeah. this certain position. I want to say the number is two quarterbacks at least. Um, but if you are, you know, if you are the NFL right now, like who survival of the yeah, fittest. who is somebody is uh, Cordell Stewart. 
This no. is the year they would have went all the way. <laughs> You're ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Somebody is in Dallas right now quarantining away from their team, watching film. And like there's there's teams that have quarterbacks in different I mean, there, cities. There's not too many guys Dang that them. have had it, though, in the NFL-wise. I know it. But like, they, but they've got positive these, tests the last round? They've got these these guys just sitting around training, you know, in other cities, being part sure. of Zoom calls and just sure. in case. You know, I mean, sure. that's... You win game, you lose games because of COVID. There, that's you lose money. Like that's that's crazy. Yeah. So you got to have a backup. Uh, and sad. and they probably do. There's a lot of guys that probably have guys like on not retainer, but it's like well, I mean hey, that's the word, right? If yeah. shit hits the fan, we're gonna give you a call. Yes. Maybe, Maybe Landry Jones you would be pay one of those for guys. Me in a five star suite. In a resort. Look, I just hope that Vince, I hope somewhere you. Vince Young. If it was Dallas, I'd just be like, just, just put me up in Zaza, hell, I'll be for that fine. Call. Oh, that. Yeah, that I just hope Vince Young is obese that, somewhere. That phone, that phone is not going to be ringing. Yeah. Ever. Vince Young is in my nightmares right now. There's no question. Every night. Look at this All point. Right, Vince nightmares. Young is in Texans nightmares. I've got to throw this out there for you. This is a, just a real life, everyday problem I'm having. So... My my girlfriend is the type of person that uh, if the washing machine is broken or has a leak, she will put her hair in a bun and put on some sweatpants and then take the entire washing machine apart. Congratulations. And fix it. Oh. Right? Congratulations. So we're doing some, like, home renovations right now. How's that going? Bro, I am not handy at all. Oh, I, I'm, like, I'm on, uh, like, I'm, I, I just call. Like, not at hey. all. like Or just fill it out online, hey, you need to come fix it. And to the point that she is so aware of it that she's nice about it, right? So she says the other day, well, that baseboard needs some finishing nails in it. And I'm like, cool, I can do this, right? So I go buy some First nails. First thing I would have to do is Google finishing, finishing nails. nails. Oh, no, what, so I'm there. I, I knew what that was, right? I, I knew that. I nail. got something for you. little gun. Yeah, see, this is what I'm, I need to do the West Sims way, right? Oh, yeah. So I go get this hammer, which I find out later was two, two sizes too small. That takes five minutes. To it was do. it was a part of some random, you know, girl tool set. Sure, literally, that's what it was called, or something crazy. So I've got this miniature hammer, and I've got this this nail in this baseboard. So now I'm I'm like flat on the floor, right? Like I'm on my in like being on my knees is not yeah. enough. So I'm yeah. like literally like downward dog position. <laughs> All right, compromised. I'm in a compromised position. And I'm trying to hammer this nail into this this board, and I am missing the nail. Like, can I hit the nail? So then I get mad. Did you ever like, State Fair as a child? Stress. They not have one in Youngstown? Well, you get the Canfield Fair. <laughs> they I remember have, it. Like, the hammer. Didn't they have, like, a hammer thing? Not that I was doing. Like like the big boy My hammer. dad used to the go sledge. make us milk a cow every year at the Canfield Fair. Really? Yes. Why? And he would stand there and laugh awkwardly. And I'm like, you know what? As, a, you as an adult, the milk? you sick fuck. Like that just, why, why are you standing there watching us milk cows? We don't want to do this. Oh, is that the one that you were telling me about? Like the, uh, he would just sit there and like video you and it's kind of weird. And no. never knew what, what the video was going on. <laughs> yeah. Called him what Uncle Jim. He videoed you. You told us a story. You told us a story. Oh, that's the one that you said not to say. No, not like say every, about. yeah, the cow millimeter. <laughs> Yeah, I made a no. movie about him. I'm just kidding. I'm uh, kidding. Yikes! Oh, yeah, Hello. Dad was trying to get us a drink from the tea. That's no, you want to keep that? That's Would you drink from the tea right now? That's obviously big dairy, though. No, I wouldn't. That'd be somebody be paying no, you off to make pure. me do that. Probably trying to frame me. <laughs> that shit's on TMZ in the morning. That wouldn't be good for me. <laughs> that wouldn't be all, that would that wouldn't be good for anybody, really. The most influential person in Oklahoma City caught sucking on the teat of a cow. Yeah, I mean, I'd feel influenced. Oh, Channel Four would love that story. I'd at least Google they probably it. send Dylan out there. To you do would Google least. that up at least. Man caught sucking the teat. If if I was influenced in such a way, I don't. Yeah, I'd, it'd be worth at least a Google. That'd be like a uh, that'd be a Tommy Boy situation, wouldn't it? I don't know that at eighteen you couldn't have talked me into that. Maybe like just maybe if you would have said to me. This is the purest milk will ever be. You've got to try it straight from the teat. I don't even think I've done that. Like, I've never. Dude, I don't you know, think I've like ever I, had I don't anything about farms. I'm just taking your. You said go. Yeah. I, I probably would I don't have think I've ever done that. Yeah. Does that not make me like a true Oklahoman if I've never had Has, the. Do uh, people do that, Wes? Let me I tell mean, you all something. You want to put that in the bucket. Take the bucket in. Pour that in a jar about like this giant thing you're drinking out of here. 
and you let that set in the fridge for a minute till it gets cold, and it'll get a nice froth on the top of it. And that cream right there is something special, boys. Really? Something special. Really? Yeah. You just eat it with a spoon? Oh, you just dig in. It's not that thick. You just get in. As he, he drinks it? Right. Ah. So Wes showed up to Oklahoma, six foot five, you know, 320 pounds. Sure. He was the strongest and fastest offensive lineman on the team when he got there. So it's the, it's the cream. It's the cream in the milk. I mean, I didn't get that all the time. I think it's just the water in Weatherford because, you know, who buys bottled water? Uh, I think when Norman has a little bit of a of Norman nectar. has a little bit of a uh, Norman water situation. I think anybody that's that lived down there. That is more of a situation. That, I mean, that's... I never bought water until I moved <laughs> to Norman. <laughs> See, like I, I just drank it. I, I thought it, it made me a little bit. In it's, my dorm room, there's if you poured it in glass, really? you would think on. it was Sprite for about 30 seconds. What? It would fizz and stuff. The water in Norman will fizz a little bit? In the, in the dorms I was in, yeah. Okay. Did you live over at the Bud? Oh, yeah. yeah. In the Bud. Yeah. I don't know what that's it was. Before the, uh, that's before Headington Hall. I don't know if they had, like, creatine, like, pumped into it. If Schmitty had something going, which I, I could believe totally that about see. I Schmitty see would that. totally do that. Yeah. I could see that. I bet he tried to like do that at Schmitty. A&M, and they were like, no, don't worry about it. We're, we do blood transfusion down here. Yeah. I can see Schmitty. <laughs> you got to be, you gotta be part of the cult to, to really play, to be an Aggie, to be a 12th Schmitty man. The science tutors are putting on 10 pounds of solid mass. You need to tone it back. Yikes. I mean, I've heard the uh, legends of those workouts. I'd, I feel like yeah, I would die. Oh. I honestly feel like I would have died. Yeah. The Smitty workouts are insane. They College were, workouts. We had, what was your worst run test? Uh, the time we had four 600-yard shuttles. <laughs> no, fuck that. Yeah, That's <laughs> fuck that and fuck me. Because I thought I was going to tell you the worst one. I think mine might be a little bit worse. We had Six, to do a... 600-yard shuttles? Four And under time, right? So under a time, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, they were timed, and your rest in between was timed. Yeah. So the worst one for me oh was we had to run a 800-meter okay. run. But like is this t- on the football field, bro? This is on a track, oh, right? So you went to the track oh. to yes. do this shit. Eight hundred. We had to. So we tested in. We <laughs> tested in May. We no, had look, to I'm not kidding you. I got PTSD around. from this shit. We, te- oh we tested in May. Are you had like to run an eight hundred morning, morning situation? I yes. want to know. The well, setting. you had a choice. You had a choice. You could be Two at six a.m. in the morning, or you could be at one p.m. in the afternoon. I mean, what kind of psycho would have picked you? Know, bro, you know those psychos. There were right? people you know, that did that? fucking Because they wanted the challenge? The because they wanted the challenge. Uh, those, until those 11. people suck. That's who, that's I bet yeah. those people. Or the hungover those guys. Those people were either shitty football players or first-round draft picks. For, right, <laughs> 100%. It was, no, Ru- it was Rudy no or Vince Young. There's Absolutely. no in-between. So we, uh, we tested in May, and I think the offensive line's time was like 255 or 250. So I ran this the first time in May. And this is my – so I had been there a year. This is my red shirt freshman year. And I'm, and I'm running this thing, and they're keeping time. Eddie, I'm not even, like, halfway into the second lap, and they're, like, three minutes, 310, 320. <laughs> three, I think I, 340 probably is when I passed. Like, I was 50 seconds over the time in May. Oh and he looked God. at us and said, you've got to pass this test in August. Right, and then after you ran the eight hundred, you had to run ten forties within like three tenths of your actual forty time. Like, what sick motherfucker? What? Why? Who was the uh, who was the strength and conditioning coach up there? Dan. Uh, is it Anderson? Dan Anderson. What was that's that dude's right. name? It's not the same guy that's up there now. No, 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 like, no. It's not Rob Glass, but there was. There, no. I thought there was a guy. Dan. That, Dan was what five three, five four. He was like almost a midget. It's always right, the, but he could deadlift like six hundred fifty pounds. Yeah, yeah, just a tyrant. Just, just a crazy. He was the guys. black bald Napoleon, <laughs> right? Cool as shit. Yeah. Just cool. Yeah. Just real cool. Yeah. And I, you have to be a crazy person to do that. So in oh, the next, dude. so it was May, June, July. So in the next two and a half months, I had taken like forty five seconds. I want you to wrap your head around this. I'd taken forty five seconds off that time. Mm-hmm. Like I, I learned how to work. Like that's never been a problem for me. And this was sure. that one year where. Like, Wes was this big when he was a freshman. It took me a year of college to really kind of build into it. So I put, like, 50 pounds in all my lifts. Like, I was being drug tested every other week. Like, people were just – because I just had – the gains were unbelievable. What what kind of, uh, like, strength and conditioning program they have at 
uh, your high school. Oh, it was good. We had a, we had a Marine. Good? Oh, it was yeah. Good. Oh, yeah. I mean, you I was had a, a strength and conditioning coach. Oh, yeah. I was a 650 pound squatter in high school. Then I didn't they know know they much had of a summer conditioning 90s. program at Weatherford no. in uh, 2000. I pretty much was the summer conditioning program. I was like, hey, <laughs> well, I got this work in the morning. Nebraska sent me. Let's go do it. And we were like, yeah. And that was it. We'd go party That's in the weight so room. So crazy. Different deal, right? So crazy. Yeah, yeah so we, uh, I did that, passed the te- did not pass the test, right? So take 48 seconds off my time. In two and a half months. So what's the uh, like? What's the what's the punishment? You have to do it again, but like within like a uh, a day or like, yeah, oh, like, come back yeah, like two days. Oh, like, they're yeah, like, come two back days. Friday. Yeah, you get to come do it again. And Dan looked and at that's me. All and you he, can think about. I'm sure. Said, and this is why I learned to hate my offensive line coach. He's dead now, and I'm sad that he died. But he wasn't a very nice person. So Dan says, "I'm not going to make you do that again. You took 48 seconds off your time in two and a half months." Like, the goal is to get dudes to work. I clearly worked. You know what sure. I mean? And my offensive line coach Smart. lost his mind. And Dan was like, no, I'm, I won't. I'm done. If you make that kid do that again, I'm just not. Like, the human body can only do so much. Yeah. Right? And I had, like, maxed it out in two and a half months. I'm good. That was the only time I remember a coach, like, really having my back in college. Seriously. Like, really? really he, refu- he was not going to let it happen. He told the head coach, too. He's like, I'm not making him do it again. 48 seconds in two and a half months? Like, that's stupid time. Yeah. Like that's just dumb. No one does that. And he was like, "That it just you're you're a 320 pound kid." Is it Monday through Friday? Is that what you guys were doing? No, we did. Would you guys do Saturdays? Been like 40 no of Saturdays those in seconds. The yeah. yeah, we're in your head. Yeah, right. Some trying to tell me some bullshit. Mind over matter. No, I'm like, no, bro. This is like literally, I'm gonna pass out. Like I have pushed myself to You've the point given of me. I've, I've given, given you, you everything. everything. I have. Yes, that is it. Yeah, go to hell if you don't like it. Wes and I were still doing. Tri- we had three days in college. Uh, my first year, I think, was just two a days. But every day. I mean, we had we had two days in my high school. My first two years were every I think it was, like, day. right after I graduated, they stopped doing it. Like, 2009 at least, yeah, right? No, we had three days in Oklahoma State. Three days. Bob Simmons. Yeah, we had so two, like, three days. So, like, what is that? Is that five? It was, like, six. It was, like, eight, one, and then six. I mean, you're just at the facility all day. Yeah. I saw there was, a, there was a quote from, like, the Charlotte uh, head coach today, and he was talking about how, you know, his team obviously can't go through shit right now. And it's like, those were the best times of football is hanging out around the facility, right. weren't they? Like, mm. it, it's, it, it, would, it would be, I mean, obviously thankful that they're playing football, but by the means that they're doing it right now, it would just have to suck. I mean, right. even Riley said on, uh, I think it was last week on Tuesday, he's like, we had the first team meeting, and they're in that you know the building over there, and everybody's spaced out. And he's like, "I don't know if I can do this." It's like, yeah, "This man. is fuck. This is weird." Can I cuss? Can yeah. I say, can I say fuck? You know what I'd say, Eddie? I'd say fuck that. We're gonna have a team meeting on Owen Field. <laughs> I don't think that they have up the scoreboard. I don't think they have the. Uh, Did you the just ask you to say fuck that. on this show? Yeah, I was just making sure. Absolutely. I thought I heard the train coming in. That's why I was like, "What is can that Can a train come through on this? I heard show? that like. Ten seconds ago, did you hear me? Did you no. see me? See, I heard. Well, that. I, I, I thought that. Yeah, you looked I around. down a little like, bit. Yeah, shit. here comes the train. I thought, Wait, did I finish my handy story, bro? What am I supposed to? Do? I'm having some real inadequate issues with this. Like some real, like today I put a, a like a kitchen sink in, or a uh, kitchen. Put, I put, put a, it in. I put in a well, the put, actual faucet for the kitchen sink in. Right, nice. So I'm like, I got, to, I got to go to the store, I get the bitch. box. I look at the guy, I'm like, all right, because you know these guys are like professionals in these yeah. stores, like yeah. Home Depot, Lowe's. So I'm like, all right, bro, I know there's some something else to this that's not on this box. You're like, what do I need to know? Are we talking like the, like you're walking out of here with a sink? No, no, no. I'm talking about just the faucet. Oh, okay. Okay. The okay. sink will okay. come in later. Okay. Okay. And like this doesn't look like a but still. like a hard task, right? No. Yeah. Eddie, I had to fold myself in half, like my feet are now on top of the island in the kitchen. And I'm on my back with my head underneath the sink with my phone flashlight, trying to manipulate some miniature tools with my giant hands. It took me hours to get this thing in. I would have had, little to, man. I would have had to hire that out. Finally, finally get to the point where it's in. And I've got it all all done, right? Ready to go. I'm doing some other Did things you turn in the, the water house. On yet? Water's back on. Oh, you're I good. I figured this thing out, right? No leak. Don't I walk past that son of a bitch and there's like a leak coming out of like this crease in the very bottom and I'm like, "Oh my god. What am I going to do?" I I can't uh, I can't believe I did this. 
and I, I already called Brittany and I was like, the job has been done. I'm pretty excited about yeah. this. Like I've like, done I'm it. I'm proud right? of my work. I'm I proud of it. my work. I did it. And it's leaking. So now this is 145. I got to be at the show at three. Yeah. And I go back underneath there, take everything apart, feet back up on the counter, finally figured it out, got up and it was fine. But like, I'm right now, so you, I'm nervous about it. it. Yeah, I, I think so. But man, I'm, oh, I'm freaked out about this handy thing, I man. Well, I can't do that. I'll and give you lessons. Every Sunday in between the uh, morning and afternoon game, we'll run out in the garage, teach you how to use a different tool every day. Man, I just never did it. I never did that stuff, right? Oh. Football was our Dude, extracurriculars. We'll I didn't go to shop class or in eighth grade, I had to like read or, how to learn how to read a ruler. Yeah. I can't do that. I can't read. I can't. I still can't read a ruler. I need some. Well, lessons. they should all be on eighths. First of all, I agree. Three point five. Sixteenths is just like that. Oh. Yeah. 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 Nobody needs a. Who uses a sixteenth for anything? I don't. Honestly. Eddie, do you need takers? We don't know what you're talking Sold. about. Sold. No sixteenth. Eddie doesn't know what you're talking about. I have no idea. Yeah, either, I, have no either idea. I have no idea what you're talking about. What are you talking about? Nothing in the world is measured in a sixteenth. Of an inch? Of an anything. Maybe an interest percentage. But other than that, nothing in the world is measured by a sixteenth. It's not worth wasting your time on. Who Eights. made the ruler? Eights. You know what? We're going to end it on that. Who made the ruler? That's it. <laughs> We're going to call it up. I don't know. <laughs> Was it the Egyptians? <laughs> Seriously. The Egyptians made everything. The ruler. And you're Googling it. Well, yeah. I'm pretty sure that I... I mean, I had to cheat off the person next to me on the ruler test. Nice. Mr. Carpenter's class. The ruler. I have no idea. I don't think, I don't think the, anybody no one, you know, No one's going to get credit for this. Extra credit. It's not the first thing that comes up on Wikipedia, so it must I'm not be the most important thing. I'm going to say John T. Ruler. Okay. <laughs> History. <laughs> yep, sure enough. Who invented the crapper? John C. Crapper? You're welcome. Okay. Found. <laughs> Boys, I don't know. I appreciate it. Yeah, it's absolutely. been fun. It's been a great time. A lot Glad of booze. to join you guys. A lot of booze. Glad to join you guys. A little guys. bit of booze. A lot of weed? Eh. For me. Medicinal amounts. Yeah, with medicinal amounts. Well, it was medicinal. As, as necessary. What? You don't even know those words. and whatnots. For, yeah. Sounds about right. Yeah, it's one of go. those things. Yeah. Eddie Radosevich, West Sims, Sam Base Podcast. Thanks, guys. Thank you, sir. See ya. The Sam Mays Podcast is a production of P-Squared Media.